0: You are tuning into Engaging Walk. This week, we will discuss the second episode of our dating series, a comparison of modern dating and traditional dating. If you are new to the podcast, my name is Drake.
1: My name is Ruby. We are passionate about building strong family connections.
0: We've seen how impactful a simple walk together can be. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date.
1: All right, so let's keep the conversations going as we discuss about today's content.
0: So this uh, week we did a an engaging walk over in um, Flint, Flint Springs, California. It's a really nice location that has like a, like a creek, uh, a wedding gazebo, and it was really nice area for us to take a walk with uh, each other and with Boba. We we're not doing so much walking these days because uh, we're getting pretty late into our pregnancy, but but um, you know we still uh, make a good effort to go out and get some sunshine and and enjoy the walk. And Flint Springs is a really nice area that's a little, you know, probably about like 40 miles or 30 miles or so east of San Diego. So beautiful area, beautiful place if you're in the area. So just um, to kind of go over the minutes for today, we're going to be talking about modern dating and traditional dating. So initially we're going to define the terms, exactly what we mean by modern versus traditional dating. After that, we're going to uh, discuss what place does traditional dating have in our modern world. After that, uh, we're going to discuss what aspects of traditional dating belong in the modern world and then also what aspects of modern dating have made dating in general better. So we're going to cover a few different topics in that area, like uh, communication, initiation, who's like starting the dating scene. Uh, or like the dating relationship. And then um, family involvement and also expectations. So first area, let's define the terms. Modern dating. So how do you define modern dating?
1: I think modern dating isn't just uh, online dating. And traditional is not just a meeting in person. Although online dating does a, lo- a little bit to do with... Um, this is more about how dating takes place. And regardless of where the couple met,
0: yeah, I agree. I I think that makes sense. Um, because in modern dating, uh, (laughs) there's so many different things that occur in modern dating. Um, and then, but that's not just limited to meeting online. Although meeting online is a no, as a new uh platform, yeah, Yeah. that platform that was that didn't exist before. Uh, But that doesn't mean that you're dating in a modern style just because you met online. You can meet online and have a very traditional approach to how you date each other, if that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it totally makes sense. Um, so let's, uh, let's talk a little bit more about like traditional dating. So traditional dating has a lot more to do with expectations, values, roles, and has, and has a, a general characteristic of being slower in nature with a more defined goal, being that the results should be a monogamous monogamous relationship that's long term, while while modern dating, in many ways, has like almost like the exact or many opposite characteristics in comparison to um, traditional dating, where a lot of the mo- modern dating can have open relationships, like I guess what they call like polyamorous relationships, where people aren't like totally committed to one each other, one another, like even. In like um in an area like or especially in the area of like sex, so for example, like open relationship is defined as like two it could even be a married couple that um is living together, married, has done all their vows and everything, but both of them have an agreement that hey, we're you know if I want to have sex with this person, um, I'm gonna go have sex with them, and then same with you, you you're okay to go do that. And um, some of them have like different rules, but, you know, the result isn't always, in modern dating at least, a long-term monogamous relationship. And then even sometimes sometimes in modern dating, people prefer just to date short-term. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to date, but after a few months, you know, we're going to call it quits. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, at this stage, we just, Defined the terms, and then later on, we will share more about what our thoughts and our stands for.
0: Yeah. So, uh, first topic that we're going to get into is like, what place does traditional dating have in our modern world? So, let's, uh, yeah, what do you think about that?
1: I think the communications is, you know, take a really um, important stand. Um, just like, um, does texting and social media provide a faster pace in terms of communication? Or you know, people will think like, what what effect does um, this have dating on on dating pro- uh, process? Um, I feel like it does help. Um, you know, social media and other platforms, especially like the birth of the internet, really mm-hmm. helped um, communications easier, um, faster, and. It's break, like we mentioned last time like it breaks down a lot of barriers in terms of physical uh, geographic but at the same time it's it can be chaotic in in terms of um you know not knowing the person faces or no not knowing the person uh, in, rea- in in real life
0: yeah i think yeah there's an el- i think that there's an element of technology that can actually aid the relationship and make you more connected and I think my wife does a really great job of that in, uh, in our lives where we have a lot of like shared synced notes. We, we might have mentioned this in another episode before, but I know I shared this idea with like a friend of mine and he was like, oh, wow, you and your wife have shared notes. And I was like, yeah, we have like on our iPhones and it makes things easier for like us, like keeping track of like our to do list, uh, groceries that we need to buy, events that we have coming up. All those sorts of things that we can keep, we can communicate quickly and effectively and, and in an synced way using these notes.
1: Uh, and and uh, I think we also like during the deployment. Um, if you don't know, we are um, active duty couple. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm civilian. He's the one that uh, in service. And um, during the deployment, we utilize Google. Google platform, Google Drive, and we have all kinds of notes for each other, um, kinds of um, information. So, exchange. So, I think we did take some classes there, like uh, the DTR classes, and it's really hard for you know a couple to maintain or do something new or even like connected. And so, we use we utilize the 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 internet to. Um, share, just like have like a, if you take online class, you will know what I'm saying. Like you log on to a platform and then you answer the questions and then you wait for the feedback. So throughout the months, you can see how the conversation progress. And then also you can throw another questions there. So it's keep us, even though we don't see it each other face to face, but because of that, our communications go deeper. Mm-hmm. Went deeper, so I think um, it's definitely helped a lot for communications in terms of you know using utilize your social, social media, and um, definitely texting is. I mean, right now everyone, if they receive um, a letter from their lover or their special ones, you know that is means so much. But I think um, the text texting and everything is also make things uh, easier and. Keep us in touch. Yeah. So I I would say like um definitely will have a big help for communications in couple. Of course one on one sorry, not one on one, uh face to face is the best because you can read um the other person reaction, feeling, emotion, their tones and texting is more convenient but it won't be the um, the replacements of um in-person communication
0: yeah i think there's a lot of truth to that there's like the technology really helps but it helps like bridge the gap like when you're not together and having that together alone time is like there's there's no substitute for it so we can technology and texting and calls and even like a lot of the nice apps on like uh like on your iphone like how like a lot of times like we we play like the pigeon games together uh those things like really help us stay connected when you know like either we're at work um on work trips you know going on separate like not like vacations but like if you have to like leave and go on a trip somewhere and your spouse has to stay behind or vice versa then these things really help us stay connected during those times um but i think like the like yeah like the like the, the receiving like a letter like back in the day when people would get a letter from like their loved ones like that would really mean a lot to them and like that was the only way that they could even stay connected so it's sh- that just shows like a lot of like intention in maintaining connection and the time and the effort that it takes to you know it takes less way less effort to, to text than it does to um to write a letter and like go get a postage stamp and go get the envelope and you know and handwrite it and then send it to the person, so there's like a certain level of excitement that happens like when you get those thoughtful thoughtful gifts and um and forms of communication from your loved one.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, you can utilize both of the, um, you know, traditional and the modern style, which is texting. But then, you know, like I used to do this with my friend. I haven't done it to Drake, but um, so like we work at the same spot and um, department, the, what I'm trying to say. And um, I will write encouraging notes to my friend and then, <laughs> and then, um, when I, it's so funny because I was in the office and then she was receiving the, the letter and she's like, hold on, you send me a letter? <laughs> like I'm right here. I'm like, yeah, open it. And then she just take it. Like she took it very, uh, like a big surprise and, you know, appreciate it because she like, why would you <laughs> write a letter when I'm next to you? And, um, yeah, just do something special for the person. And uh, even, I mean, if even you live in the same household, you can still send letters and cards to your partner, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, and Ruby wrote me a lot of letters and everything when, uh, and care packages when I was on deployment. So those were, those, those gifts remind me of, and like those, uh, those forms of communication remind me of like an earlier time when, you know, people people had to wait for communication between each other and getting that love that letter from like your loved one was was amazing and we live in a world now where like you know we could just text each other and pick up our phones and text and that's it makes communication so much easier and um, and so much more conversations can be happening during that time
1: all right let's move to the next one
0: yeah, so the next topic would be initiation. So in traditional dating, you know, most of the time or the vast majority of the time, it's the man that has to initiate the conversation of dating and has to seek out the courtship of the woman. Uh, this this is even true for, like, boys that, like, all the way down to, like, elementary school. I think in, actually in elementary school, some of the girls are like, like you know because they don't even they don't really know like social norms yet but like once the social norms kick in then the boy is the one and then the man is the one that has to initiate the courtship Um, but in modern dating there's less emphasis on um men being the ones that are the, the sole initiator of seeking a romantic relationship with one another and you know, this is even like evident and I think like that uh App called like Bumble, I think. In that one, the woman is the one that has to reach out, or or something like that. I don't know exactly how it works, but from what I heard, it's like the woman is the one that r- it makes like the first contact.
1: Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, for me, I I used to. I mean, I I I have my stand now, but I when I when I was younger, I kind of like struggle what to do because i'm very uh, i'm a independent and strong will person mm-hmm. um but at the same time i i for me i just lean toward more to traditional dating because you know it's it's good to i mean i mean women we are very fast without emotion <laughs> we know who we like who and um yeah it, it, it's very obvious but I think it's the art of um, the relationship when the men pursue. Because it, I feel like the men, they um, something in them that they like to conquer, they like to, uh, you know, achieve something. So if a woman just says, hey, I like you, and then that's it. <laughs> it it kills the excitement in the relationship. Um, so, yeah, I think... Um, Having someone to pursue and have, having someone to to um, to conquer, is, I think that that with the art of uh, the relationship between men and women.
0: Yeah, I think that there is a, like a there was a comedian named I think it was Jerry Seinfeld that said that men hunt and women nest. Mm-hmm. So a man goes on the prowl. and He's like, oh, I think I I want to find this woman and you know and make her you know notice me you know and then goes it's just it's in the animal kingdom too like remember that that bird that like sets up his his area um, oh yes it's on like the like earth or something like that or like the, the bird king, uh-huh. and then he does this. He
1: clear out the the area to make it very clean and tidy, so that he's. And then he, I think he start dancing, and then <laughs> then yeah. and then the I think the female notice him, and I say, "Oh, okay, cool. What you know? See what you have." So I yeah, I, I remember that.
0: Yeah, and then you can always tell which in birds which bird is a male versus which one is the female because. The males just look so spectacular.
1: Mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> they always
0: have like the really beautiful feathers. Like they are just like so much better looking <laughs> than the female birds. The female birds <laughs> the are The female bird looks boring to me. They're, they're very plain in comparison yeah. because the man, the males in that in the in for birds have to go above and beyond to attract a mate. Yeah. And I think that that in some ways is a biological thing where men you know they have to be you know not just not saying like put on a show but they have to seek the their loved one and they have to draw attention and and court the woman and then the woman has to be like wooed
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i totally agree totally agree and I think they, as you mentioned about birds, I remember that like um there's a group of, of male b- birds and helping one yeah. to um <laughs> like pursue the other female one.
0: Yeah, they do like a homie dance where there's like four of them and then they do they have a very synchronized dance and then the one that attracts the female, you know, mates, and then the other three learn the dance so they benefit from the process too they're like oh okay well then (laughs) later on like I'll be the main one and then I can train up some some young homies and then they can do the dance with me and then I can mate you know so they're happy to be part of the act for them so that they can they can learn too and then they can get the dance moves down but it's 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 a very interesting biological drive Mm -hmm. um that, that shows that, that the, And then the females The whole time they're, they're just like Okay wow This is a nice show
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah um, I, I, Of course Like in Our You know Human society Is we are totally different Like Women's look So spectacular And mm-hmm. you know Beautiful And colorful And men looks I've, I mean like I'm not, I, Men's looks You know Spectacular too But they look sim- Simpler Simpler Than compared to the women um but yeah so question is like do you think should men be the only one to initiate the possibility of romance connections or should women initiate that what do you think
0: I think um I think that men should be the ones to initiate to to a certain degree like I think that there is an element of like um like if the woman is like hey let's let's go out for dinner you know it might, it might, it depends also on like what stage they are in and talking.
1: Okay, let's say that we are getting to know each other and you don't know, you you still don't know that I'm interested in you or not, but it seems like my, behavior, you know, my, 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 the the tone of my voice to you, the way I look at you, you know, like you seems like, okay, maybe she liked me, but like 50%. Okay. Yeah. So let's say that that's, that's the situation. So if I come to you and say, hey, Drake, would you like to grab a dinner together on this Friday? What would you say? Do you think that? Um
0: I think if you had asked me three or four years ago, I would have said that either one could initiate. But I think after um, learning a bit more about... Um, indecisiveness in men and how that can really, uh, really damage the relationship or make things more complicated. If the man isn't clear on like his intention, then I think now that I've, I've seen like the impact of that, that I would say that the man should still be the one to initiate and make it clear that he is romantically interested. And, um, yeah. And then if he doesn't, then the woman could just, should be like, well, he's not making it clear. So I'm just going to move on. You know, so, because if she shows some interest and the man doesn't pick up on it or he's not able to be clear about his intention, then, you know, I think, I think generally women should view that as a sign of like, maybe he's not, you know,
1: you really check right, yeah he's yes. not the right person
0: for you know cuz a lot of it is also a timing you know
1: what do you mean by that
0: like uh like maybe that person is interested and they're too afraid to show and those two those two people might be like attracted to one another but if the man isn't inter- or the man isn't able to at that stage in his life be you know, like, hey, I'm I'm interested in this, and this is I'm interested in this about you. Then he's probably not done, you know, figuring out exactly what he needs and to pursue it with intention. So a woman can view should I think in a lot of cases view that as like, you know, that he's not, you know, he he's not able to bridge the gap of of uh being of going from just like a friendship stage to relationship stage
1: okay that's that's very good um answer what happen if what would you do if the woman say um it's okay i i i can c i can you know continue to like in, attract him or invite him another time would would you think if the if the woman can't continue to pursue the man, you know, asking him out or searching for connections. Do you think at that time will ball the man out like he would not disinterest in her?
0: Like if she's too forward, you mean? Yeah. It could because some, I think instinctually some men view that as like what's wrong with her. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Because they're like, well, if she's this forward or if she's, you know, like... Because I think men realize that, like, at least for the, you know, most men, at least for like the ones that I've talked to, like that they, they understand that a woman can, a woman can date down and she can, you know, get any, you know, man that's like below like her, like her stature that she can, that she wants because men will be like, yeah, I, I want that. I'll take that ticket, you know, but if a woman is dating, like, at her, at their level, like, in terms of, like, attractiveness, all those sorts of things, then, like, you know, there's a sort of, like, feeling out process, you know, of, like, getting to know each other and then seeing, like, oh, are we the right person? All those types of things. But if she's just, like, throws it out there, then you're, then a man, a man could kind of view that as, like, like, what is it, like, what is it about me that makes that like, uh like her leap, like reach out like that. So know?
1: instead of encourage the the men, sh- that will situations will bring him more questions and insecurity.
0: Not not necessarily insecurity, but it it leaves more like, like hey, this isn't how things normally go. Okay. So what's what's wrong? Just like if you were to like, um, you know, when you watch a movie and then like. The scene, ha- like the scene, just goes too smoothly, and you're like, "Oh, that guy grabbed that uh, hidden artifact." The Indiana Jones grabbed the hidden artifact like way too easy. Like, there's probably a robber that's gonna come and snatch it from him. You know, your the back of your mind is like that. That went too smoothly. That went too quickly. Like, why? Why is it going this quickly? Or why was there no like feeling out process?
1: So deep inside the man, there's still um, the the deep desire to hunt.
0: Yeah, to hunt, and then also to 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 conquer, and then also to understand that like that that she is mine. Like maybe there's also an element of like if the woman is like Phew, like I like you, let me latch on to you. That like, what's to say that next week she just likes somebody else?
1: It's true,
0: you know. Very, like,
1: very true.
0: Like, what's next week? Or just a better-looking guy with more money, with like a better car, that's just like, "Hey, beautiful!" And then she's like, "Oh, I love you too." <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> you know, and snatches onto him like a like a like a sloth, you know, like hanging on there, you know. So I think all of those kind of show men, like, because uh, every you know, like even like at the middle school age, you know, like. Boys will start to see like, "Oh yeah, I like her, you know let me let me tap her her shoulder real quick, oh, then she ran away, she doesn't like me, you know <laughs> or like, oh, let me try to like you know uh touch her hand, oh no, she didn't like that, you know, so if like those those types of feeling out processes have happened for men and women even during those ages where they start to see like oh yeah that's this is normal." This is normal level of like feeling things out, you know, because also people don't want to get hurt, you know, they don't want to get hurt. So if they put themselves out there too quickly, you know, then that's like an invitation to be hurt Mm -hmm. because now that person knows like, oh, they like me. Now I can do this, you know, and now and then whatever, like they can manipulate the situation. Yeah. yeah, especially if you don't know each other and you haven't gone through that feeling out process yet.
1: It's true. So I, yeah, I think it's the same because a lot of women, um, whether you know, like, there's nothing wrong if you consider yourself a strong or independent woman, or you know, like, emotional. I'm not almost emotional, but like very soft sides of the women. Women, they are. They are all. You know. That's who you are, and and it's there's a balance for it. Because um, for me, just speak for, for, uh for myself. I'm pretty independent. Just the just the way I, um, you know, my upbringing. Um, I always put in positions to make my own decisions and process it for myself. So most of the time, I will not tune in into my emotional my emotion. But it doesn't mean that I'm not emotional. Um, it just you know. It take a time for me to show it um or you know the the death of relationship to see you know my emotion um but yeah i totally agree with drake that you know when women we are too to hurry into relationship you know rush into the relationship is kill the um, the beauty of getting to know the person again relationship takes time and just like you you take time to get to know a friend it's, it it takes maybe longer to to connect with someone special and um it takes times and it take and you know throughout through those times you know memories forms and relationship forms so um I totally agree with what, whatever you said, because I used to be the girl that, you know, say to myself and say to the guy that, you know, if you approach me, I will say no, because <laughs> I will be the one that find the right one for me. But, you know, and the Bible said that. And when, when you know, as you share the there's a scripture that came to my mind that don't awake love until it's ready. Yeah. And I was like, "What does that mean?" Like throughout years, like like when when the person when the man is not ready to pursue, don't awake that love in within inside of your heart, because like you said, like we can be the one that hurt. It doesn't mean that we have to always in the passive way. I mean, like you can make you know clear no confusion say hey i'm interested in you too but i let you show where you are in relationship and how much you want to pursue me because at the end of the day i feel like that the relationship will will bloom more if the guy know what they want in the relationship and and have a plan for it not just for his career but also for the the relationship and the family later on
0: yeah, and I think un- unfortunately for <laughs> for men it happens later in in their lives. So you know, just as you mentioned, like a woman can be upfront and direct about a lot of things and that can be good for like the feeling out and dating process. Um, but it has to be like kind of like in the way that you outlined where the woman is like, Hey, this is what I want, this is what I'm looking for. You know and if um and if that's not uh what you're able to provide then you know I think that it's best if we you know go different ways mm-hmm. and there's nothing personal about it it's just you know like this this is like what what this whole discussion is about is that like this used to happen on the traditional area at the parents' age in you know, uh stage and this is actually our next topic which is you know the family involvement that back in the day the parents would get together and be like hey my daughter and your your son they would be perfect together we're going to hook them up you know? like
1: arranged marriage
0: yeah like arranged manner marriage and a lot of i remember reading like back a few years ago that there were people that were like hey i really wish arranged marriages would come back it would make things way simpler and my my mom always knows what's best for me you know and I don't even know what's best for me but my mom does and then years later she's like see I told you you know she's so I would have now looking back on it I would have loved if my mother had picked a husband for me you know because she would have undoubtedly had picked somebody for me better than I could and I think that there might be some truth to that that there's that as the parents you know they 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 already been there and done that. They've dated, you know, they've you know had breakups, heartbreak, you know, and they're like, "Hey, this person, they're going to be good for you." You know. Sometimes they're wrong, sometimes they're not, but it does this is like what this whole discussion is about is that at some point, at least in the United States, I'd say probably in the in the 70s, mm-hmm. in the 60s around there, yeah. that arranged marriages uh traditional like hey you're gonna marry this person those those things stopped you know and people chose their own um you know i'd say that you know arranged marriages probably stopped a little bit earlier than that but there still were those things happening but i'd say now there's probably in the united states at least amongst you know western-minded people that that's not a that's not a thing anymore
1: yeah, I think the family involvement uh, involvement is not like you said it's not uh, like 100% bad. but you know, as long as the person like I I can still be powerful in making my decision and of course taking counsel you you, you know like it doesn't hurt because you know they they walk before you, they they have so many experience um to share, to to learn for you to learn from, especially like, I mean, for our relationship, we learn so much from our spiritual moms and dads, and even our, our, our parents too. Um, so I would say that our family involvement is is for sure is, is a is a plus. However, I believe that um, as an individual. That person can still like, hey, yes, maybe my mom suggests this lady to me or this man to me. But I am still the one at the end of the day. I am the one to say yes to that person. Um, and I am the one that can, you know, you're going to join the the lives together with this person. So anything happens is on me. It's not on my mom or my dad right. or whoever, like, suggests it to me because... That is that's just, uh, just suggestions and recommendations, you know.
0: Yeah, and I think like that's like the essence of like where modern dating took off or or took from was this idea of like I'm gonna choose my own partner that's best for me that I love because like within the arranged marriage, like th- there might be like business applications, like this person comes from like a wealthy family, this person comes from like stability, but there's no love chemistry you know there's no and oh people back then were saying it would say things like oh the love will come later you you want to marry somebody that has wealth and that has the ability to take care of you but a lot of the times like though or at least some of the times that those people wouldn't have sexual chemistry um and you know that leads to all sorts of problems um but and then that is like where a lot of these things took off, and like, but so of course, yeah, that like, like my wife was saying is that there is that agency of like, I'm going to choose what's best for me, and it comes down to me. Um, it doesn't fall on my mom, but you know, so that person, you know, you as the individual find the person that is that is right for you, um, and it, it can be a it can be a long winding process of figuring just who that person. is. Is you know, and that's you know, that's like the essence of like where modern dating came in, and you know, probably one of the better aspects of it, because you know, it's it's so important to pick the right person for you, and not, I think, at least have your your parents or grandparents pick them out for you. But there's like, but but also like what Ruby was saying is like there's there's always that wisdom in their counsel.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: So I guess that also kind of just leads us off into um, this last section, which will be expectations. So ex, uh, traditional dating encompassed more structured gender roles, while modern dating has a lot more flexibility. So, I mean, we kind of talked a little bit about this idea earlier with um, with uh, initiating. But this, I think, this question goes a little bit deeper, which is, what are the pros and cons to this new era of expectations that men and women don't always take on the same gender roles so if you go back to you know united states 1940s 1930s uh, men worked traditionally let's say go back to 1930s because it changed during world war ii you know men worked Uh, women if they'd had jobs they they only really worked until they got married they would usually work as like Waitress or um, secretarial positions. Some of them would take on um, careers, but these are generally women that were not interested in having families. But women that were interested in having families pretty much only worked until they had a family. And then they would stop working. And then they would, you know, maintain the house, uh, raise the children, and then the father would work. And that was American life. Until the you know before that, and then all the way up into uh, the civil—it's uh, not the civil war—the <laughs> World War II, where women started working in factories, um, and then they wanted to keep those positions after World War II, and that led to a lot of um, dual-income families—the uh, man and the woman working. So, and then that led also to many, many—you know—after decades of, you know. Feminism and things like that, that women had, women and men had more fluid gender roles in the family household. hmm So um, what do you, what do you think about that? Is there, um, what are the, what are some of the benefits of this, uh, of the new era of um, men and women taking on a more fluid gender role uh, in terms of like in the family?
1: Well, I think um, personally, I think the... Um either male or female when two people become one the family become the priority and of course you need you know you need uh, other securities in life to continue that family but then if that security like for example jobs money you name it become more than the family i think that is where you know it's not you know it's not healthy for the family growth and also for the children and a lot of um since i work in the education field a lot of kids even though that both mom and dad works and um they material they, they, they lack nothing they they have all kinds of toys they have all kinds of devices they have all kinds of you name it all all the new technology but they lack of um, the loved and the, the time with the parents and the time will, they, they won't get able to get it back, um, and I think that's hurt the kids and hurt the family and that's hurt, defeat the, the very purpose of two people get together and create a family. Um, so I think um, it's really down to the couple and from as for me, um, you know, family come first the relationship come first, stay connected, come first. And anything that, um, take me away from that, derive me from, from that focus, then husband and wife have to discuss, um, that's my expectation take uh, on, on this.
0: Yeah. There's, there's a lot of truth to that, especially, um, you know, I learned a lot about that this year because, um, Our our family situation was was such that we relied on a lot of uh, one income, and it made me think a lot back to like when people simplify like what a woman does at home, like it makes it seem like oh like all she does is cook and clean, you know, and then take care of the kids. Like that's really you'll hear this from like both sides. Like oh, there's not really much that much there to it, but that's not really all that there is. Like usually um there's a there's a lot of uh you know like let's say if the woman is like oh i'm going to stay home and take care of the child well there's a lot that goes into that also of not just like taking care of the child but making sure that the household is run efficiently and effe- and effectively and and um and on budget so i know like from like from our like from us like once we buy like groceries and things like that we, we maximize it. We use everything that we have and use all of our resources so that we're not being wasteful. And that is a job in and of itself. You know, and then usually, like, if there is one person that's working, whether it be the mom or the dad, the other person's at home, well, they're best suited to also take care of those things. You know, take inventory of, like, the food that they have and make... Do with what they have, and um, and make their money stretch, and make their money work better for them.
1: And it's not like mom and dad. It's like we we become one. If there's no husband or wife, or you know, he or she. It's like us. Yeah. And um, so whether one income or two income is still us. And um, you know, like if someone asked me, which is I I I learned from um, you know, my mentor that. She identified her as, you know, first child of God and then wife, mother. And then, you know, <laughs> whatever that, you know, in life, career later. But her first role is the child of God. And then the second one will be husband or wife. I mean, like for her, it's wife. And then the mother. Those are, the, those are my focus. Uh, my identity doesn't come from my job. It's, and then so when I either I work on or not, I'm still the same person. I'm still valuable and and, and, and can bring so much more to the table. So um, go back to expectations in, in marriage. I think um, whether you, you work or not, or you decide to stay home to contribute to the family, it's still work, but it's just different types of working. So... Um, there should no no one should look down on a person should just stay home and put and and provide for the family in a different way than the person go out and work you know
0: yeah and there's also an element of like you know i i saw uh, there's 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 a lot of women that were talking about this that like i think this is this idea of being a stay-at-home mom is making a comeback that there is a lot more women that are like why am i going to spend you know a year to pay a child, you know, uh, support or like, um, what do you call Like a daycare, like a nanny to take care of my kids when I can take care of them and their lives will be better. And my life will be better from taking care of them, you know? And, uh, and not always the time is, it's, it's, it's the mom doing it. It's also sometimes the dad where like maybe the mom makes or has the ability to make you know and provide more income than the father does so the father is the one that stays home and takes care of the kids and makes sure that the home is good and the grocery shopping is done and that the food is being utilized and not wasted all those things it's a, that's a and then but there's also this element of making the house a home so that when everyone's home they're recharging they're connecting mm-hmm. and and building on that family life and you know, like my wife is saying, that's not a a gender role thing. That is a family focus uh, perspective. You know, like I was, th- uh, and it brought me to this um this post I saw earlier, where um you know sometimes I like to to browse through like marriage uh communities on Facebook to see like what types of problems that people are facing, uh-huh. and then use that as like inspiration for um you know, for engaging walk episodes. And this guy was talking about how, you know, he and his wife just got married, that they spent like $75,000 on their wedding, which is a lot of money. And, and that he, you know, they, it seemed like they'd only been married for about like a year or less. And, you know, he was like, I wanted me and my wife to go half on the finances because, you know, I'm, I'm the one that's providing all the income. And, um, he was like, and my wife just pretty much, he's like, she wakes, makes more money than I do. And she's just kind of holding on to it and, um, not paying any of the, any of the finances. And as, as I read through it, I was like, well, they're both thinking about this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, not, it's not an issue of like, you know, oh, she needs to pay half and you need to pay half because that was his issue was like, oh, we should go 50, 50 on all the bills. No, it's just you both pay a hundred percent is the real issue That's the real true. issue is that you have your money and she has her money, where you're both a fam- you're actually a family unit, and those lines have and it should have disappeared, and it should have just become your money. So when you pool all of your resources together, those demarcations of mine and yours cease to exist. They're not my kids and your kids. They're our kids. It's our home, our food, you know, our bills. <laughs> so, you mm-hmm. know, like, that is the the real expectation of, like, what my wife was saying is, like, that's, it's the it's not just a gender role thing. It's a family-focused uh, thing.
1: Yeah. Shall we go to the assignment?
0: Yeah. So, um, I think... You know, to wrap this up, we, we kind of asked this question of like what aspects of traditional dating belong in the modern world and what aspects of modern dating have made dating better. And I think um, one thing is the thing that my wife mentioned is, you know, this idea of gender roles being more fluid has freed people, I think, into, to be able to think of it in terms of um, a family, like our family, because if it's always so limited to like, oh, the man does this, the woman does that. Then there's still like that sense of like selfishness in the marriage, as opposed to a unity of being one. Uh huh. And then there's a lot of aspects about traditional dating that belong in the modern world, like, um, you know,
1: you let the love grows and it uh, grows instead of make it work in your way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let the man hunt and let the woman nest the relationship
0: yeah or just like let the woman like kind of sit back and you know and and let the pursuing happen but uh-huh. also leave, a, leave a leave a breadcrumb trail of course of sometimes course. we're not that smart
1: <laughs> yeah of <laughs> course
0: you know and um but yeah so there's a lot like hopefully you guys enjoyed the conversation so uh yeah, uh, yeah, we're getting pretty close to 50 minutes. So is we're there gonna, anything you want to add before we go into the assignment?
1: I mean, like as we share and we talk about, you know, traditionals and modern dating, feel free to, you know, drop uh drop off all your your thoughts, your your comments, your questions, your wonders about, you know, traditionals and modern dating.
0: All right. Yeah, it's beautiful. So, yeah, we, we always want to hear from you guys like, Again, like I mentioned, like so a lot of the times we take these ideas from discussions that people are having about marriage crisis and, you know, so the, that's where a lot of these ideas come from so that we can discuss them and have the reach, reach people that are having issues. Not that we have all the answers, but once we find these questions, we go into quite a bit of research and discussion mm-hmm. to um to bring you guys some content that I think would be helpful and hopefully you guys find it helpful, but... With that, we'll go into the assignment. So we want you guys to ask your grandparents or your parents questions about their dating life. Find out what they enjoyed about dating during their time. And then take some time to write your loved one a, le- a love letter. So I know I'm going to, you know, we're getting up uh, to Valentine's Day. which should be coming up very pretty soon. So I think a love letter goes a long way. I know I'm going to be writing one for from my love, from my love over here. Uh, I think if this assignment will show just how much dating has changed, but in a lot of ways, dating will never change.
1: It's true, and it's it's, it's about all about communications and intentional, be intentional, and trying to stay connected with each other. Well. Thank you for tuning in and make our podcast a part of your day. And we hope that you can take our engaging walk and make it your own.
0: Okay, yeah. So with that, we want you guys to stay tuned for next week's episode um, as we discuss the Art of Charm. Ooh! So that will be our third episode for the month of uh, February. February. And um, so during the Art of Charm, we're going to be talking a lot about becoming more attractive and confident in the conversation. So for all you players out there, you're definitely going to get some tips. (laughs)
1: Um, So don't forget to subscribe our podcast and stay up to date. Um, This is Ruby.
0: And my name is Drake.
1: From Engaging Walk, and we are signing out. Bye.